0: okay we're now going to consider the neurological system and cranial nerves in particular again slight deviation from the norm Uh, we're not going to carry out a general assessment on this um, system but we are still going to get consent we are still going to clean our hands uh, we're still going to do a sort of ended bed exam. So considering our some teams, um, but we're not going to then move on and do hands and face and things like that. Uh, we're going to go straight into our focused history. So again, our focused history needs to be um, using the same sort of structure as always, um, but focusing on things that might be evident with the neurological system, particularly uh, around the face and head. So headaches, loss of consciousness, dizziness, uh, changing levels of consciousness, any visual disturbance or any history of head injury, as well as past medical history, meds allergies, and familial history, etc, etc consider a a mnemonic when you 're trying to remember your cranial nerves there 's a lot out there, um, but the one that 's quite easy to to remember um, and the one that we used in our lecture um, is. Quite a simple one, and it is basically um, an old Olympus towering tops, a Finn and German viewed some hops. Okay, but there are other ones out there. Uh, You make your own one up, but it's a good way of trying to remember the order because we have to be very systematic in our approach and do it chronologically. So we've got our consent, we've told the patient what's going to happen, we've sorted our hands out done an end of bed, some teams assessment. We've got our history. That's identified any red flags or considerations we need to um, think about as we progress for the rest of the examination. And then we're going to go into our our 12 cranial nerves. So cranial nerve number one, olfactory nerve. It's a sensory nerve. It's about sense of smell. You're going to question only. Don't generally test cranial nerve number one cranial nerve number two, optic nerve, also sensory, Uh, you could use fundoscopy, you could use a Snellen chart, not generally available in the pre-hostile environment, Uh, so the easiest thing to do is is by confrontation, and we would have talked about the technique uh, in the lecture, but you're assessing sort of peripheral vision by confrontation on both right and left hand side. Then we start to group some cranial nerves, and we're going to go three, four, and six. So three is ocular motor, uh, which is a motor nerve. Four is trochlear nerve, which is also motor, and six is abducens nerve, which is also motor. So these are about uh, pupil reaction um, light reflection, near, far, far, gaze and H gaze. These are all to do with the motor function of the eyes, which is why they group together. Then we go back to cranial nerve number five, trigeminal nerve, which is both sensory and motor. This is about um, feeling in the, in the face and also uh, about the musculature around the temporal muscles and the Masata muscles. Okay, so you're going to feel the face both dull and sharp um, touch through the three divisions of the ophthalmic, ophthalmic maxillary and mandibular division. Nice and medial, quite close to the nose. Don't want to go too lateral because you deviate away from the nerve pathway. So you're going to start with dull touch, patient's eye closed, Tell the, and they're going to tell you where you're feeling. Then you're going to move on to neurotip uh, and do some sharp touch. Same divisions eyes closed and they're going to tell you where you're you're poking and then you're going to do uh, the temporal muscles and the masata muscles okay now cranial nerve number seven sensory and motor facial nerves so these are the expressions you're going to ask them to pull raising eyebrows showing teeth grimacing grinning keeping their eyes shut against resistance You're going to question about taste as well, if they've had any changes in taste since the incident, whatever the incident may well be. So moving on to H, cranial nerve number eight, vestibulocochlear or acoustic nerve, sensory nerve. So this is uh, around hearing, so you're going to do your whisper test first. Uh, In reality, if you had any deficit from the whisper whisper test, you'd move on and do Weber and RIN with your tuning fork. Um, But if you didn't have any abnormality from a whisper test, you would be satisfied that the hearing was okay and you'd move on. But in the OSCE, you need to do whisper, Weber and RIN using the 512 Hertz fork for both Weber and RIN. Again, we would have talked about the technique of how to do these in in the lecture but you need to do all three tests for this nerve please then we're going to move on to to nine and ten uh nine is glossopharyngeal and ten is vagus we tend to do this these at the same time glossopharyngeal is sensory and motor vagus is also sensory and motor So you're going to look at the the, the palatal arch and the uvula. You're going to ask them to open their mouth. You might need to use a tongue depressor to move the tongue out of the way. And you're going to ask them to go, ah, the palatal arch should move up um, symmetrically. And your uvula should be central, shouldn't be deviated. You can also ask them to do a dry swallow. And just look at the larynx. It should just move up and down uh, nice and central. Okay. Then you're going to move to um, 11 spinal or accessory nerve uh, motor so again we're looking at the sternomastoid and the trapezius muscles so in the neck and the shoulders um, you're going to apply some resistance to the side of the face on their cheek ask them to turn into that resistance they sh- you should feel some muscular power and also with your hands on their on their shoulders providing a little bit of resistance, you're gonna ask them to shrug their shoulders. Again, they should be able to push your hands up quite easily. So that's testing those those muscles. Also have a quick inspection of the of the upper shoulders and neck, just look for muscle wastage or, or anything on, 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 on visual inspection. And then finally cranial nerve number 12, hypoglossal nerve. This is about the tongue, uh, so it's a motor nerve. So ask them to flop their tongue out, should be nice and central. They can also poke their tongue into their cheek and you can try to push their tongue away. They should be able to hold it in their cheek without any problems, both sides for that please. And then you're going to ask them to say light, tight dynamite, which tests the motor function of their tongue. Because if you you had a poor motor function of the tongue, you wouldn't be able to say that phrase. And that is the end of your assessment.